Buenos dias from Diamond Springs. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update from Thursday, 18th of November, 2021. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. On Saturday, 13th of November, 12,000 musicians from the music program called El Sistema gathered at the Military Academy in Caracas to perform the Slavonic March. They participated in the Guinness World Record for the largest orchestra. Maduro's administration financially supports this program and organized this concert. After the live broadcast, the musicians accused the organizers on social media of having only fed them with bread and water while traveling through the country. Meanwhile, news regarding corruption, crime, and Maduro's government continues to grow. The General Directorate of Military Counterintelligence arrested the nanny of Hugo Carvajal's children in Venezuela after returning from Madrid. The nanny and a cousin of the Carvajal's wife are accused of having conspired to sabotage the elections of mayors and governors that will be held next Sunday, 21st of November. Carvajal's entourage qualified this accusation as fictitious and claimed it was a way of pressuring the former intelligence chief to stop collaborating with justice in Spain, where he's detained. The Spanish National Court authorized the Milan prosecutor's office to travel to Madrid to question Carvajal about the financing of the Five Star Movement, the Italian political party. The temporary suspension of the extradition allowed Carvajal to testify as a witness before the judge of the Audencia Nacional, Manuel Garcia Castellón. The Spanish National Court is working on a case regarding the alleged legal financing of the Podemos party. The magistrate reopened it precisely as a result of the contributions made by Carvajal. On Monday, the 15th of November, Alex Saab pleaded not guilty to the money laundering charges against him in a federal court in Miami. The Colombian businessman allegedly diverted $350 million obtained through contracts with Chavismo. The next steps in the trial against him are expected to be announced in the following days. Prior to this, on Friday the 12th, the Attorney General of Ecuador, Diana Salazar, denounced those responsible for a company owned by Alex Saab, who are also Maduro's frontmen, of being left unpunished. They were tried five years ago in this country for alleged irregular activities. Salazar presented an account of the actions promoted by the prosecutor's office in the investigation involving Saab's partners in Ecuador, including Álvaro Pulido and Eduardo Sánchez Llanes, investigated between 2013 and 2015, whose cases were dismissed after obtaining a nullity on the actions taken by the prosecutorial body. A Venezuelan court granted an appeal hearing for the five U.S. citizens and one permanent resident known as a Sitgo Six who were convicted of embezzlement in 2020. The men were apprehended in Venezuela in 2017 and have been detained in the country since then. The executives were serving their prison sentences under house arrest until very recently. They were taken back into custody on the 17th of October, hours after Alex Saab's extradition to the United States. Venezuelan businessman and president of Globovision, Raul Gorin, denounced on Sunday the 14th that the United States has given false evidence to link him with Claudia Diaz and Adrian Velázquez. Claudia Diaz is a former national treasurer and Adrian Velázquez is the former aide-de-camp of Hugo Chavez. Gorin's statements were made through his Twitter account, 
where he also showed evidence of his assertions. Meanwhile, lawyer Sorani Hernandez de Defendini, an expert in international law, pointed out that there's only one way the Office of the Prosecutor of the International Criminal Court can pause or cancel the investigation of Venezuela's case if the Venezuelan state undertakes to prosecute political actors close to the presidential circle, the ICC investigation can come to an end. The Memorandum of Understanding signed between Prosecutor Karim Khan and Nicolas Maduro states that the ICC will support any sincere and meaningful efforts undertaken by the Venezuelan government to perform and revitalize the judicial and penal system to allow for true accountability in Venezuela for victims of alleged crimes. The Venezuelan justice system postponed for the 10th time the preliminary hearing of three members of the NGO Fundaredes who were arrested last July. They are known for denouncing the conflict between the armed forces of Venezuela and Fuerzas Armadas Revolucionarias de Colombia, dissidents in a border area. The activists have presented systems of COVID as well as heart disease. Now, let's talk about the economy. A few days before Black Friday, the president of the Venezuelan Chamber of Electronic Commerce, Richard Uhueta, stated that the sector is getting ready with much optimism. Despite the electricity and internet difficulties in the country, e-commerce has grown by 1,200% during the pandemic, and the sectors such as health and technology have grown substantially through private ventures managed through e-commerce. A court of the island of Bonaire ordered Petróleos de Venezuela to pay the debts the company owed to the Bonaire Petroleum Corporation. The debt has accumulated and now stands at more than $40 million. The court established that PDVSA must pay more than $50,000 per month for the storage of oil in the maritime terminal of Bonaire Island. I spy with my little eye. Oh wait, I'm not the spy. Two Venezuelan spies were arrested in Colombia while prowling neighborhoods in the south of Bogota, recruiting young Colombians. After an investigation, their profiles appeared in the databases of the Bolivarian National Guard of Venezuela. They were trained in Cuba and Russia. Let's talk about some good news now. The organization Fe y Alegria de Venezuela was awarded the International Opus Prize by the Jesuit Loyola University of Chicago on the 11th of November. The organization was rewarded for its educational innovation and for having responded with great mysticism and faith to today's challenges. The selection was made from among 50 organizations from around the world that applied for the award. Also, Sabina Arcila, a 19-year-old Venezuelan, won the youth category of the first national children's and youth violent competition of, of Panama. This competition held in honor of Professor Helena de Quitras, an icon of musical education in the country. The competition organized by the Fundación Mozart 250 Panama and Camerata Panama had the participation of 15 young Panamanian and foreign violinists in three categories. And finally, Luis Daniel Yambi Cartaya, ecologist and professor at the Universidad de los Andes, is one of the 26 agents fighting against the climate change that make up the list prepared by National Geographic this year, published on the 1st of November. Yambi is the only Venezuelan on the list, which includes celebrities such as Greta Thunberg, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Bill Gates. Nat Geo's list was published on the occasion of the United Nations Climate Change Conference. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. 
Subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Venezuela. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at venezuela at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Venezuela and Twitter at Rorschach V. Hasta la próxima!